Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 74 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SD Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, that is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachelle Prevet, getting you hit very quick to what's happening. What's up, gentle listeners, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Above the Nest with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, and guess what, guys? It's Super Bowl week. It feels like this week is about to take forever for Sunday to get here, but you know we have a lot of content coming out for you guys this week, so make sure you stay tuned. I figured what better way to kick off the week than by bringing on my friend, my sister in sports. Her name is Simone Stanley, and you guys are probably familiar with her. She does a lot of YouTube content, a lot of TikTok content at Simone with the sports and so I had to bring her on but what's up Simone happy Monday happy Super Bowl week happy Black History Month all that good stuff how are you feeling it's like everything (laughs) this month we're celebrating but I'm feeling great we have a lot of great storylines in this Super Bowl of course the biggest one the Eagles being in it so I couldn't be feeling any better I know, I know. I was going back and I was listening to one of the podcasts that I had you on earlier this season, and this was when the Eagles were 6-0. and And I was pretty much asking you, like, is this a pinch me moment? Like, are you like, how are you feeling? And you were straight up like, nah, like if you were paying attention to the offseason moves, like anybody knew that the Eagles were going to be here. And so I got to get a temperature check right now. You know, we're about to be in the Super Bowl. This is crazy. Did you do you feel the same? Has anything changed? How you Um, it's like, okay, like like I said, when we we build a Super Bowl roster, um, Last in the last couple of drafts, don't play with it. It wasn't yes. just this offseason. We've been building this foundation, but we did add a lot of excellent pieces this offseason. So I'm excited. Like, am I surprised? No, but I still have the same level of, of excitement. Even though we still had a great team, it's still hard to get to the Super Bowl. So I'm just so ecstatic. I'm so satisfied. This year could not have been any better. Oh, for sure. How would you describe this past year for the Eagles using one word? Magical. I like it. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I think that's the best way to put it. Honestly. Yeah. I think that's a good word choice. I mean, nobody thought that we were going to be here. I always just go back to Jalen Hurst. I mean, he's the leader of this team and we know that he's came a long way. You know what I'm saying? This team has came a long way. And a lot of people were talking that talk about how this is going to be an easy path. This has been an easy path for the Eagles because of who they've played. And so going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are considered a dynasty, if the Eagles scratch it, when the Eagles win the Super Bowl, do you feel that they'll get that credit that they deserve? 
no, they're never going to give us our credit, Rachelle. Already, they already have their storylines and, and stuff written out for when the Eagles win. When the Eagles win, they're going to flip the script and be like, oh, the Chiefs had all these injuries. McCole Harmon was just placed on injury reserve today. So they already have built-in storylines. Oh, Travis Mahomes lost Travis Kelsey. Oh, they've got three rookie corners um, starting. And, 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 and all they really had was Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. The Eagles had a super team. They're going to come up with a reason why we didn't deserve the win. Even though, meanwhile, this whole week, they want us to be so scared of the Chiefs. They want us to be so scared of Patrick Mahomes. They want us to be so scared of Andy Reid. They want us to be so scared of Travis Kelsey. But when we go in there and do what we've been doing, they're going to flip the script and be like, oh, Mahomes didn't have any help. Jalen Hurts has all the help. What did you expect? I'm ready for it. At least you're ready. I mean, that's all you can do because you know the narratives. Like you said, you know how people were talking up this game. What would you say is your confidence level heading into this game? My confidence level, first of all, because a lot of people like to twist confidence with cockiness, okay? So my cockiness level is a zero. I'm never cocky, okay? My okay. confidence level, a 10. Okay, whoa, I love it. I love that. I'm at a 10. I don't see, we, the biggest thing that I hear people saying is the experience. Travis, Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, they've been there the last couple of years. We have experience on this team, too. We have, I believe, eight players on this roster that was on the 2017 roster, including multiple players in the trenches. We dominate our offensive line. Their offensive line is nowhere near office, our offensive line. Their defensive line is nowhere near our defensive line. If we win the battle of the trenches, which we have all the matchup advantages for, we win this game. And we have veterans in the trenches. Fletcher Cox, a leader on our defensive line and a leader on the defense, was on our 2017 Super Bowl team. He's been here before. He knows what it takes. He's going to be able to mentor those guys that are new and haven't been to the Super Bowl before on the defensive line, on the little things, and making sure they play perfect, clean football and not give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs any petty first downs or any petty yardage just from, you know, penalties. On the offensive line, Jason Kelsey, the leader of our offensive line, Lane Johnson, the leader of our offensive line, played and won in the Super Bowl in 2017. We have guys who are veterans on this team that has won before. So I don't know why they're just saying our inexperience is going to be our downfall. We have guys that's been here too. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. But like you said, they love to spin the narrative. I, I feel like they're just talking to talk, though, at this point, because it's like we need something to talk about. So why not? You touched, <laughs> you touched on your confidence. What would you say are like your concerns, if any, going up against this Chiefs team? Well, at the end of the day, it is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um, my concern is Travis Kelsey, as we've seen, can get open at any given time. Like the dude is a wonder boy. I don't understand why teams and why defenders have such a hard time covering Travis Kelsey. And, and the Chiefs do have a, a pretty good offensive line. Um, and that gets Patrick Mahomes a lot of time here and there, usually a lot of times to get the ball off. And it's only so long you can cover Travis Kelsey. Uh, my concern, obviously, is, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey making something out of nothing when we are playing lockdown defense. But I have the utmost confidence in this pressure pack that we are bringing on this defensive line, these dogs that have 70-plus sacks. I want to say 75 sacks now, pushing 80 sacks between the regular season and the postseason. There's going to be no difference here 
from what we were able to do um, up front against the Giants, what we were able to do up front against the Niners, what we've been able to do up front all season long. We're going to apply the most pressure that Patrick Mahomes has have seen maybe in his whole career in the NFL. It's definitely going to be a huge game for, I think, Hassan Reddick. And you already touched on Travis Kelsey, CJGJ. You know, he's a dog. That's a complete beast. And so I'm going to be expecting big performances for both of them. But flipping it to the Eagles offense, in the in the postseason so far, we've seen like really dominant performances when it comes to the running backs. Kenny Gainwell, yeah. Sanders, Boston Scott, they've been doing their thing. The wide receivers have been a little bit more quiet, like in – the last game against the 49ers, A.J. Brown only had like 28 yards on four receptions, which is crazy. And so how do you think the Eagles are going to be game planning for this? Do you think we're going to see a big game from the wide receivers since they've been so quiet all along? Or do you think this is going to be another job for the running backs? I feel like for us to win this game, the key to winning this game is going to be running the ball. Because when we're running the ball, we're running the clock out and we're keeping Patrick Mahomes in those two wonder boys off the field. So I feel like when the Chiefs played the Bengals, the Chiefs did a good job of limiting the Bengals' run game. But the Bengals were missing three starting offensive linemen. We imposed our will against the number one rushing defense in the league in the San Francisco 49ers. We had 160 yards rushing, four rushing touchdowns. I believe that was, that was the most rushing touchdowns in the NFC Championship game, I believe, ever. We imposed our will on the top rushing defense in the National Football League. There is no doubt in my mind we would not be able to run the ball with ease against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I feel like running the ball is going to be the key here. And and the 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 Niners were able to limit A.J. Brown, limit Devontae Smith. Again, the Chiefs have some injuries in the secondary. They have three starting – they have three rookie – cornerbacks that are heavily in the rotation starting the game and um, next man up and whatnot. I feel like we will have an easier time with those matchups against the Chiefs corners than we did, of course, against the Niners defense. Because, yes, we put up 31 points, but at the end of the day, the Niners still have a good defense and their presence was still felt and they did a good job limiting A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. But the Chiefs just don't have the, the personnel to do that. So I definitely would expect to see way more from A.J. Brown, but if we don't have to pass the ball that much, we don't have to take those deep shots and get those quick scores, that's even better. We want to have those those slow, running, rushing drives to keep Patty Mahomes and Travis from getting on the field and doing trickery. Mm -hmm. Whatever your thoughts have been on Jalen Hurts since he's came back from this shoulder injury, another player who hasn't looked like himself, do you feel that he's due for a typical Jalen Hurts performance? Um, That's kind of hard to tell because, again, the the game against the Giants. Yes. That was – we had a week of rest, um, and that was when he was first coming back from his shoulder injury. He played in the, the, the Giants game um, in the week 18, and then we had that bye week, um, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm not concerned at all with, um, with Jalen Hurts' arm. I feel like that game against the the Niners, Jalen not having a big game was a mix of injury and also a mix of the 49ers defense 
their their presence and pressure was felt. They did a good job, like I said, game planning and limiting A.J. Brown and limiting Devontae Smith in that game. The key was Jalen Hurts not forcing anything, taking the check down, dumping it off to the tight ends right there, taking what the defense was giving him. Like, on paper, he might not statistically had the best game, but mentally he had a really good game. He didn't force anything. He didn't try to make throws that weren't available. He kept the ball out of harm's way. He kept himself out of harm's way, sliding, going out of bounds if it was nothing there, um, throwing the ball out of bounds, keeping the ball out of um, trouble. So as long as he does that same thing against the Chiefs, we will be good. And my second to last question, what would this win? mean for a player like Jalen Hurts we know his we know all the narratives we know everything that he's gone through the doubters you know what I'm saying and he's came a really really long way of course like he doesn't you know express that emotion so we don't really get to see it but this will be historic for a dual threat quarterback if he is able to win the Super Bowl so like from your you know perspective what would this mean for him I think this will mean everything not only to Jalen but like you said so many quarterbacks and so many players and who feel like you can't have a dual threat quarterback take you to not only take you to the Super Bowl, but win you the Super Bowl. So I feel like Jalen is breaking the mold and you hear so many former players like uh, Michael Vick saying like, wow, he wish, you know, just seeing Jalen, like how much that just makes him happy. Um, you have players like Lamar Jackson who gets shade all the time. Um, you have players, younger players like Justin Fields, who has a, is a similar prototype to Jalen Hurts and them saying dual threat quarterbacks can't take you to the Super Bowl and win you the Super Bowl. So Jalen winning this Super Bowl would break the mold and break that narrative. And then personally for Jalen, we've known Jalen Hurts has been shaded for not be able to win the big awards and not be able to win the big games, even in college. Um, I mean, especially for college, because that's the only thing we have to go by so far. <laughs> but him winning the Super Bowl, being able to scratch all that, oh, Alabama, oh, Bench Watua, oh, Oklahoma, oh, Heisman, boom, boom. That's going to be huge. And that's why I feel like he's probably harnessing all of that. In his- <laughs> <laughs> and yes. Take it out. Yeah. For the Chiefs. And I just, when he wins, like, I can't wait to see the emotion. Cause like we said, he's never too high. He's never too low. Right. You know, so I'm like, are we finally going to get to see it like that? We have to see it. Right. I'm ready to see some emotion. Come me on too. now. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, I can't let you leave without giving me your score prediction. And uh, do you have a favorite Rihanna song? Um. Okay. Right now, lately, like, you know how you have like a, <laughs> An all-time song, and then, you know, you have your recents. So, all-time, like, has definitely Umbrella was one of my (laughs) all-time favorites. (laughs) But lately, like, the Rihanna song that I've been stopping on lately is Where Have You Been? Okay. All right. That's a good one. That's, I don't know. Lately, like, it has really been, as of late, like, the last two months, for some reason, I can't skip where have you been? Okay. okay. That's different. That's a different one. I haven't heard that one too much. Well, what's yours? Mine is like a throwback throwback. I don't even know if people remember it, but it was like, um, if it's loving that you want, you should make me your girl. It was like a throwback. When I say I probably can't like the name of that song, but I know what you're talking about. I don't what's know the name. Um, hold on, hold on. It is because I was literally just listening to this. 
if it's loving that you want. <laughs> but, <it's fun>. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a that was a banger. But this was that like, was ooh. that was her. She's deep. She got yeah. Rolodex is deep. But my score prediction, I feel like the Chiefs score seventeen. Okay, and the Eagles score thirty-four. Ooh, okay. their defense. Their defense can't hold us. They can't hold us. Okay, I like that a lot. I do like that a lot. But let us know any content that you're dropping this week, anything you're trying to plug. Let the listeners know. Um, honestly, the Super Bowl content's been coming. Like, it's been a lot of work, as you know. The Super Bowl run has been amazing, but it's been a lot of work, like content-wise. Um, so yeah, just Super Bowl content. I can't wait for the Super Bowl day. I'm gonna be doing a game day vlog. Hopefully, it doesn't end in despair. And then, of course, the parade. <laughs> I'll see you at the parade. Yes, I can't wait. The parade going to be lit. All right. I'm so excited for, for the parade. I got to make that drive left. You know, it's going to be very memorable. It is. But thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Above the Nest with Three Shell. I really do appreciate it. Everybody, make sure you're checking out all of Simone's content on both TikTok and on YouTube at Simone with the Sports. She is an expert at this point. Like, you are an expert. And so I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. So keep up the good work. You're doing great. But yeah, thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 74 of Above the Nest with Rachelle. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. Leave us five stars and a written review while you're at it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. You might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Immediately following the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl matchup, tune into the BGN Instant Reaction Show. Drop your three word reactions, your questions, your comments, all that good stuff. We love it when you interact with us. But as always, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this episode. I am so very grateful for all of you. I hope that you have a wonderful week and we out. B G N.